This is the podcast, not an interview. This is a conversation. No gimmicks, just reasons. 84 reasons. Come holler at me. Ladies, ladies, it's time with 84 reasons, no games, no gimmicks, just reasons. I don't know if y'all live under a rock. And I am my next guest. I mean, I just appreciate him taking time. Know he's going through rehab right now. Stand, listen, stand away from social media as he should with the crazy people like myself who be who be Instagram and Twitter stalking him. Man, coming from Kansas to Wisconsin to Gainesville, 20 touchdowns. Three picks. Stop playing with this man's staff. Four rushing touchdowns, dealing with rehab. The great Graham Mertz. What's going on with you there, Graham? Man, I'm, thanks for having me on, man. I'm, I'm excited for this. Uh, like you said, it's been a long journey, but I've found home. So I'm, I'm blessed to be here. Now, speaking of finding home, because Graham, I, I got to go back. I got to go back. So this is, a, this, is, this is a year prior. You jump into the portal. Everybody, we get it. The portal is the new, listen, man, that's the breeding ground. So we got we got this Graham Mertz kid, man. He coming out of Wisconsin, but I do my research. Being a being a college analyst myself, I said, wait a minute, Graham Mertz. I said, he came out of Kansas, right? People saw you went to Wisconsin, but I remember, I remember you lighting it up in all. I said, that's a kid that threw all the touchdown passes in the All American Game, won the MVP. For those who don't know, you chose Wisconsin. We're gonna get to Florida. Please tell people that that wasn't your only. That wasn't your only recruiting destination. You like, look, man, that's who I chose. That's not who I necessarily got recruited by. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I, I committed with two offers. I had Kansas and Wisconsin. And uh yeah, I went on a visit up to Wisconsin, fell in love with it. And then uh then my recruiting kind of took off. And like not, I'm not gonna sit here and toot my own horn, but really everybody had offered. Um I ended up taking a few visits. I went down to the the red and black school. It's like that way. I'm not going to bring it up. Um, and then I also went up to Ohio State. So, I mean, that's, I took my visits. I saw, I looked around. But in the end, I mean, I just stuck with my word at Wisconsin. And um, I'm thankful for it because it's uh, taught me a lot of lessons that uh, made me into who I am today. So, I got to take a quick break real quick to make sure you guys understand that while well, I appreciate all the support you uh, you guys give me, and I love support, make sure you support these student-athletes by going to the best, the greatest NIL platform in the country. We're talking about Florida Victorious. And when you become a member, make sure you go to the coupon code and type in 84 Reasons. I know you're saying to yourself, what do I get? You get 20% off your first month's membership. That's 20% off. But the only way you get it is by typing 84 Reasons in the coupon code. That's Florida Victorious. If you love the orange and blue, like I know you do, like I know we do, make sure you type in 84 Reasons in the coupon code to get 20% off. That's 20% off your first month's membership. Now let's get back to the action. I mean, Graham, you've gone through about as much. You could write a book on just your college experience. You talk about, listen, I, I'm from Kansas. I go to Wisconsin. I'm in school during the pandemic, which is about as weird as it gets. Like, it's a ghost town. There's nobody in the stands, and we got to run out here like it's normal to end up here at a place like Florida. How much did going to Wisconsin prepare you for the craziest known as Gator Nation? Man, I mean, prepare me with everything. I, I think – Going in there, I mean, you're a high recruit. Um, you have all these expectations. You don't play your first year. 
on your first game. I mean, it's probably my best game at my time in Wisconsin. So expectations are high and then they just keep going. And then next day got COVID. So it's, it's that wave of going through highs and lows uh, that taught me that you need to have your values, you need to have your faith, you need to have things that can pull you through all those and keep you steady. So, I mean, the entire experience at Wisconsin, uh, it, it set me up for where I'm at today. So it's, I mean, I'm so thankful to have passionate fans that I, I had in Wisconsin. And now that we're down in Florida, I mean, our, our fan base is awesome. So, I mean, it's like I said earlier, the time in Wisconsin was nothing but it was, it was nothing but awesome. And it taught me so many different things that I'll be able to use for the rest of my life, not only in football. What's crazy? Deciding what school I'm going to go to or deciding to jump in this freaking transfer portal? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I think one thing about the portal is it's so different from even when I was in it. Like, how much it evolved in a year is crazy. So, I mean, I think they're both unique. And I was getting recruited at a different time. So, it's like it was a whole new experience that you had to deal with. But, I mean, nowadays, I, I think I think recruiting and portal is crazy. <laughs> Graham, I'm watching you evolve this time last year. You know, you're getting to this, well, we, well, it's in the spring, and people saying, all right, we got Graham on campus. Because you was already acclimated to college football, forget the system. Like, I'm already acclimated. How much was picking up the concepts of the offense? Because when you first get to high, when you first get to college, I'm trying to pick up what I got to do. Then I say, no, no, Graham, learn the concept of a play. And you're like, what the hell is a concept? That, that's, that's what the play entails. How much did learning the offense coming from Wisconsin, being able to jump into an office, help you go, look, man, okay, I can see what they trying to get me to do. That way I can just go out there and play loose. Yeah, I, I think that's big. And I, I think when, you, when you've played a lot of football ahead of time, like I have, um, you slowly start to realize that football is, it's universal. I mean, everybody runs similar things. So it's, the biggest thing is just the verbiage when, when, when you're translating from one offense to another or even defense, like how we, how you might recognize a defense, how you might name it. A lot of people call it different things. So for me, it was just kind of like using my foundation and uh, in my experience and then being able to translate into just newness and, and being able to learn it quickly. So it took me like most of the winter, but after that going to spring ball, I mean, I, I felt pretty comfortable with it. Speak, speak, speaking of the winter, you know, Kansas has real winners. Wisconsin has a real winner, snow on the ground. You know, then you come down here, and you know you get in the spring you go this is the spring right yeah but it's like 85 90 degrees yeah how how was acclimate getting acclimated to the heat because people hear about the south it's not the heat it's the humidity when did the heat hit you and you say your, your people your, your dad wrong because what's going on Graham? that is hot as hell and i'm in the house <laughs> it is hot and i don't mean that how long did it take you to get acclimated to the heat i mean i think it was more of a shock just right off the bat because i've never i got on campus in january and like two weeks in, I was I was on the golf course. And I'm like, I've never experienced this like in the winter being able to go out and golf. So that was where it really shocked me. And then it, like it didn't get too hot until like the dead middle of camp. And that were that were those were the days where the humidity it was it was wild, man. But it took me only about a week and like 50 different electrolyte water bottles <laughs> forms to try to stay hydrated. So. It hit me at the start of camp, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, it's going to be like this for the first half of the season. <laughs> and then uh, then my body just got used to it. But it was more just the initial shock of not having 15 inches of snow on the ground and having 10 coats on. <laughs> Coach Billy Napier is a guy that's very, very particular, like making sure you guys 
Because you know all your teammates, you know all the trainers, you know all the equipment, man. You know the person that opened up the door, you know the person who's making your steak. Talk mm-hmm. about him implementing all these different programs or, you know, different things to make sure you guys are not just great football players, but y'all know everybody. and Y'all seem to have more coaches than you got players these days. <laughs> I think that just goes to show how much uh, this program wants to support the players. I mean, it's from top to bottom, and we got just amazing people that we're surrounded with every day. I mean, from, like you said, the nutritionist to the training room, to the strength staff, to the support staff. I mean, across the board, it's just, it's a great unit of people that, I mean, we all, we're all striving for one thing. And I think the, the, everybody coming together and wanting that is a special thing. So, I mean, it just goes to show how much he cares about his players and he, he wants to surround us with the best to help us develop into not only the best version of ourselves in football, but just in life. So he's been awesome. Graham, you are a guy that this time last year, once again, I mean, everybody's like, man, are they going to let him throw? We know you can throw it. Are they going to let him go out there and slink? And I'm watching, I'm watching, you know, the swamp. It's it's a Saturday night. You got these, you got, you got the orange and blue versus this sun-kissed orange for a team in Tennessee that go, you know. But it was like, they let you, I saw you come to the sideline. I don't know what they put in your hand. I don't know if it was, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a golf club or bat. I don't care what it was. <laughs> but you go to the sideline, and it's like the lights are like hitting you at the right time. You do your little swing. Talk about being able to like be yourself that much, because college football is so it's structured. We get it; it has to be. But when you come to the sideline, they give you that whatever that object is. I call this, and I call it the Graham one. That's the Graham <laughs> one right there, and it's like the perfect swing. What What are you feeling in that moment when you're doing that? Man, I'm just shoot. You just took me back to that. Uh, just so free and so just in the moment. I, th- I think that this entire season, my entire time here, I've just been so in the moment and I'm so thankful for that. Like it's uh, just when, when you're striving for something for other people, uh, I think that's one thing that just brings so much joy to you. And, and for me, it's like we just talked about earlier, the amount of people here, our support staff that are doing all this for us. I mean, I, I feel obligated to do my best for them. And that brings me so much joy when, when you see the people you're, you're with every day uh, working, trying to uh, trying to trying to do that. So it's uh, such a freeing feeling and so much joy. And man, I'm just I, I love being a Gator, man. It's awesome. When you are when you are in the part of the country that you was in, you know, Kansas, uh, you know, you talk about, you know, you go to Wisconsin, that part of the country. Y'all hear about the SEC all the time. Like, you hear, like, SEC this, SEC that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you come here. You've been here for one year. Florida don't get much crazy in that. One year in, is it everything you heard about it or is it more? Man, I think that's a good question. I, I think I've been blessed to play in the Big Ten and now the SEC. And I, I think the one thing I appreciate the most is the amount of passion in the fans and the environments like i mean i've i've gone up to played at ohio state blackout game night game like i've played in the swamp i've played in camp randall I've, I've played in all these places so for me it's it's always a blast just to see how passionate fans are and i, I think it's i mean there's the quote where it's sec just means more and i, I think that it, it's true i mean everybody's so passionate they love their program they want them to win um so man it, it's it's been a blast down here Y'all up there in South Carolina. Everybody saying we got to get we got uh, Billy Napier needs his first big win on the road. It sets up, you know. Listen, when that thing popped out, 
Pierce all's hand. I'm like, I went from no to yes, real cool, real fast. You talk about Johnny on the spot, Wilson right there on the spot. But that last throw, because being a former tight end myself and understanding when you get a certain matchup, it's like you come to the line, you go, they're doing something stupid. They're going to play Ricky one on one with that safety. What I saw was what you did with your eyes. Because that, because people like, the South Carolina fans looking at the safety like, no, nah, no, nah, bro, that's all that's all our manipulation. I'm going to kind of look to the left. Everybody know I'm throwing to the Ricky. If you don't know I'm throwing to the Ricky, you don't watch the scout report. But what is going on in your mind when the play comes in, you see the coverage? Because you know Ricky, about to, he about to route him up, which he did. But the throw, the catch, the moment, take us back. Yeah, so, I mean, that was the, the first to catch before that. I mean, the, the slant I threw behind Ricky and popped up to Eugene. That, that I had the same feeling. I was like, oh, okay, let's go. <laughs> like, all right, that worked. So, it, it was the plays that added up to that. It was the fourth down where they bring their they bring their nickel. I have to make a miss and then just chug it up to Ricky. Um, it just felt like everything was clicking. And there's a point where in games when – I mean, really, anytime you're playing the game, you want to feel that flow of like, oh, like I'm – they can't stop us right now, like that feeling. And we get down there, we're in the red zone, and this is this is the one to Ricky. And I look over, I get the signal, and I'm like, oh, like, I got this one. And Ricky, Ricky was actually – this is something – we haven't told anybody this, but Ricky was – he got the signal on the other side of the formation. He started jogging over, and he looks at me. Uh, <laughs> I look at him, and I go – was win it because the play the play had like a word in it where I was like all right let's go win it like we got this one and because uh, as soon as I saw him running over I saw his man traveling with him like oh I got him. I'm like they messed up here <laughs> and I knew I just had to affect the safety so my big thing was just give him a little eye candy a little pump reset and then I, I knew Rick was gonna win because we we've done we ran that play repped it a thousand plus times so. I mean, it, it was a cool moment that we'll never forget of that right before the play going, like, let's go win it. <laughs> that was uh, that was pretty fun. Back when I played, they used to say sometimes the defense will cooperate with the offense. They'll do something that they shouldn't do, but we need them to do. That's what it – because on that play, I'm thinking, I said, oh, my God, he's about to he's about to run like a little skinny post. He gave me he gave him a little the, – the DB the – D, this is the thing about practice is different in the game. In, the, in practice, a DB won't go for the fake because ain't nobody in the stands. Mm-hmm. But, it, but in the game, Ricky was like, no, when I give him that look, when I give – plus, ain't nobody out there but me and him. Because Rick can run all the routes. Because I've had I've had Rick on, man. I really – you know, I said, I said, but you're the Arizona kid coming out, coming over here to Gainesville. But I, I was happy for you because every quarterback wants that moment. Everybody – like, every quarterback said, look, coach, put it in my hand, and I can live with the result. I, I, I rather – I feel good about – because it's one thing when you want to throw, it's nothing when you got we got to throw it. Everybody knows we're gonna throw it. It ain't no, you know, it ain't no surprise. But to get that dub, the way we did defense coming with a big pick at the end of the game, because you work so hard during the week, and I and with the, with the media scrutiny now and the social media scrutiny now and the weirdos like myself out there who be in that stalking y'all, I, I was just I was just happy for you, Graham, because what happens is those. Those are the throws that you work on all the time. The ones that are timing. The ones that you go, look, man, I'm gonna get to my drop and I'm letting it go. What? Listen, I'm gonna get to my listen. I'm gonna get to my drop and I'm gonna, I'm getting my drive step. It's going because the DB. I mean, his hand was right there. I mean, he he was there, and those are the ones like, oh, if he would, so close yet so far away. Game over. 
Ricky looking at because I've been played up there in South Carolina, I, and I got to ask you, what was your favorite place? I know you love playing in the swamp. Was there a favorite place to play on the road this year that you was like, this place is this place is, you know, it's living it's living up to the bill. Yeah, I'd say I'd say the two that really like lived up to it, my expectations was South Carolina and then LSU. I think rolling in the Death Valley was because you coming out of that uh, you, that cut that little tiny locker room, you take a few <laughs> steps out and you're like, whoa, <laughs> this thing is huge. So, I mean, and, and the fans, I mean, they're just so passionate. And, and there's a there's a fun feeling when you're on the road and it's like it's just you guys versus everybody in the stands and and on the field. So. I'd say South Carolina and LSU um, were, were the fun road games. I'm looking at Twitter. You know, I'm doing my regular. Re, I'm a retweeter. I'm, I'm not a regular tweeter. I would retweet all day, and then and then I see it. I see a video of you, and I said, so I, I got off. I said, nope, nope. I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with it. Then I saw it. I'm coming back now. Obviously, we're selfish on our end. We don't want you know if I if it, if it was up to us. You know, we'll stand submitted to you. We'll make you be here for 30 years. You ain't never leaving. We're going to keep you here <laughs> forever, right? But what went into that decision? Because what happens is when you get injured and you're trying to decide, what you know, what is my future going to be? Do I want to move on to the next level? What went into that decision and what made you decide, hey, man, I'm going to get this thing one more one more round? Yeah, I think, uh, I think a lot of things went into it. I, I think it's uh, – I mean – on my end, and really anybody that plays this game, I mean, your goal is to go to the NFL. And that was – it's a weird its a weird instant where you have both the options right in front of you. And you can go to the NFL or you can come back. And I, I think that for me it was weighing out all the options. And, and there was a – just a gut feeling that, like, I, I didn't want to go out with the season we had. And, like, I, I want to be a part of something special. I want to be able to – come back here in 30 years and be like, you know, what? we did that. Like that was, that was us. And uh, I mean, my, I trust everything we got going on here. Uh, I think we got a great setup. Um, and I'm, my biggest thing was I was just looking forward to another off season where I'm not learning the playbook and, and I get to teach it. I get, I get to take guys, take younger guys under my wing and, and really develop this thing. Because I think that in the end, that only help. Um, and the final thing was like, I put it in my video, but unfinished business, that's like, that's my theme for the year, man. Like I want to go win, and, and like I, I don't care who knows it. That's that's the goal. That's what we're gonna do, and we're gonna make sure that happens. Graham, you mentioned unfinished business. You mentioned I want to be a part of something special, but you also said I, I believe in what they're doing here. Because the thing about a player is, it doesn't. Listen, I love Billy Navy what he's doing, but he got to get you, the signal caller, to believe because they're gonna look at you no matter what. It don't matter if you've been here a year, three years, four years. What is it about Billy Napier and his system that makes you believe it? I mean, the biggest thing about our system is every single play in it, there's there's so much calculation into it. I mean, they've seen it. They've seen all the pitfalls every play, and they teach off of that. And you know what you're supposed to do every single play. It's always correctable. So when something doesn't go right, there's always an answer. And you're always striving for perfection. And like even the play, like the one to Ricky at South Carolina, like that was the play to perfection, great protection, great route running, all that stuff. So I, I think we know we know there's a lot of stuff left on the table. And I mean, we saw it in the film on on Sunday. You go back in and you, and you watch the plays and we're always either like one little detail away or, or one one little other thing that, that, that goes wrong. So 
for us, it's, it's, we know that we left some stuff out there and we fell short and we hate that feeling and we're going to do everything we can to, to get rid of that. And the only way to do that is by, by winning. Ram, you had 20 touchdowns and three interceptions. I don't think I don't think that stat line gets much better as far as like efficiency. But you also said, man, I want to go through a whole offseason. I don't got to learn offense. I'm coming in. All right, coach, you want to run this? What you like, Ricky? How much more dangerous are you as a player when you like, man, I'm just out here reading and reacting. I'm not out here thinking. I think that's I think that's the key to the game, especially at quarterback. I mean, you do all your preparation during the week and during the offseason to free you up to go play. And I think that's for really any position, but especially a quarterback. Cause if, if I'm back there thinking before a play, <laughs> then, then you snap the ball and you're still thinking like th there's, there's no time to be out there calculating and thinking it's, it's all reacting. And I mean, for me, it's, you, you take all these reps, you see all these different defensive looks and you just, you know where your guys are going to be because you've repped it that many times. So I, I think the biggest thing is putting the work, putting the work in ahead of time. So, on the back, and you can just play free and have fun. Ram, what what is it like being a starting quarterback at Florida? Because I mean, I, I played with Rex Grossman, I played with Chris League. I was blessed enough to play with Jesse, but you are the signal caller. Like you are the one, you know, the offense getting ready to go out. I don't know if you and Coach Sale or you and Coach Nape say, all right, in the headset, you run out there. What is it like getting giving the play to the other ten guys? They break the huddle and 85, 90 going. Graham or whatever they say. What is that like being the starter QB, you know, as a foot in Florida Gators? Man, it's a blessing. And I think the day I got named the starter, um, I, I said that. I said it was a blessing and, and you have to treat it as such. I mean, there's so much history behind it, um, so many different legacies that, that came before me. So when you, when you wake up every day, I mean, you're not you're not out here just doing it for yourself. You're, you're doing it for this this program, the former players, the fans, for everybody. So for me, I mean, it's it's so much fun being able to go out there and represent the school, um, the school that I care so much about. So, I mean, it, it's a blessing. It's fun. Um, and I'm, I'm living my dream. So it's that's exactly how I'd explain it, man. Florida Victorious, Gate of Good. I see you in the community. Talk about that aspect, because. When, let me just say this, people, for those who don't know, there, he doesn't have any free time. Ain't no, hey, what are you doing, Graham? I'm doing something. I'm always doing something. I have to remember me that I'm a person too when it comes to all this stuff. But you are Graham Merch. You are the starting quarterback of Florida, which comes with a lot of praise, a lot of scrutiny, a lot of responsibility. I see you in the community seemingly every week. Talk about that service component, making sure that people know, look, the same people that cheer for me. Hey, man, let me show y'all some appreciation as well. I think exactly what you just said, being able to, I mean, for me, it was, it was when I got here, like I, I had already known about um, the history of Florida and the fans were passionate, but for me, I wanted to, I wanted to get into the community and, and see these passionate fans. And, and it's been awesome. I mean, from the start, I think we, my first project was working on a house with uh, Habitat for Humanity in Florida Victorious. And we we're actually doing it with the woman that was going to be living there and just hearing how passionate she was about, Florida football. I mean, it, it just, it's just a great reminder that, look, this is bigger than me. And I, and I got to honor that. So, I mean, it's been a blessing to get out there and meet these fans and, and interact with them and, and be able to give back to the, the people of this, this great city. I mean, the fans, you know, we love them. You know, we, we are, we are, we are good, bad and ugly. We, I, I'm one of them being a former player. I, I listen, I speak on you guys behalf though. I'm never going to be the, 
the the crazy one going crazy on on uh online because I know how hard it is to win. I know how hard it is to compete every freaking Saturday. But is there a fan experience that you've had? You mentioned the lady that you was just helping her build her own house. Have you had a fan experience that really helped Graham Merce know? Hey man, this thing I know what this is, but this person helped me realize what it really is. I honestly, I'd I'd say the one I just talked about, and then it was early. I think it was January, February. And just hearing the way she talked about Florida football. And I was like, all right, like this is, this is the real deal, man. And then there's always just little reminders, whether it's uh, just walking down the street and someone says, Hey, can, can we take a picture? I'm like, for sure. But let me talk to you for a little bit. Like let's, I want to hear why you're so passionate. So for me, it's, it's being able to not only have those connections, but ask questions about like, like, what does this mean to you? And, and get a little bit deeper than just, just taking a picture or signing something. So for me, it's it's been a blessing just to just to get to know the people around here and, and truly find out why they're so passionate. <laughs> Graham, you mentioned uh, when you first got here last year, you said, "Man, it's 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 the winter time. I'm out here. It's January, February. I'm out here on the golf course." So what what is when Grammars gets away from football? And look, I'm gonna take a day off. Okay, I'm not gonna look at no film. I'm not gonna get no cold tub. What is Grammars doing if he does say, "I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take." 48 hours and I'm gonna not think about Florida football. What are you doing? What are you doing? Wow. I don't think <laughs> I don't think I've had a 48-hour span where I haven't thought about Florida football. Uh I'd say the biggest thing is just if my family would be around, I'd spend time with my family. And if I wasn't with them, I'd be playing golf. <laughs> I mean, I, I love I love playing golf. And uh, but yeah, man, I'm couldn't tell you last time I really haven't had a full day off. Because uh, normally I'm just taking care of my body, trying to get it right. Um, but yeah, I'd probably be playing golf. Back in back in my back in my playing days, you know, I, I got to college in 2000. You were born in 2000. Good lord. But uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I had two. I had teammates named uh, Gus Guy and Kiwan Rattler. And before every game, they would come together. Kiwan, uh, Defensive player of the year, I last year, Gus got uh big time safety. They would do this dance called a squirrel. You, you just research, you, you'll see. I'm showing my age when I'm telling you what the dance is. But I noticed that you and Ricky, y'all be y'all be vibing on the field a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah. Talk about but let me tell you what I appreciate about that that you don't get and Ricky don't get. Most people will never ever do what we've done. They're they gonna root for Florida. They're not gonna get out there, not because they're not good enough. It's a numbers game. The swag is something that I say swag is in you, it ain't on you. You can't teach it. Where did that come from? Because when I see y'all two, I said, listen, number one, you can't cover Ricky. Ricky, like, bro, you can't cover me. And but he works hard. I've seen how you I've seen how you work. When y'all dancing on the field, man, how much fun is that? Because you put in so much work, your body goes through so much. When y'all before the game, y'all don't get a chance to look. I guarantee you, there are two kids in the locker. I mean, in the stands or at home, saying, "Listen, I'm Graham this week. You Ricky this week. We got to get this dance down." It's a bunch of kids. Listen, uh, twenty years from now, it's gonna be a bunch of kids coming out of Florida named Ricky. A bunch of kids come out of Florida named Graham. <laughs> it, it's, it's gonna happen. But when y'all dancing before the game, man, talk about. Just that level of camaraderie from y'all too, because hey man, I'm watching it. You know, I ain't, you know, I ain't got no swag like that. I said, I can't dance like that. I said, but them boys out there, you know, I said, wait a minute, Arizona, 
I said, don't put the gentleman there. Don't put the dance like that. You know, I said, like, from Kansas, no, we got swag. Don't, don't let the geographical location fool you. We nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the big thing with Rick was uh, <laughs> that came up naturally. I mean, I think we were in camp one day and we were like, we were roommates for the first week of camp. And I was like, Rick, you got to like, we got to get a little dance or something like that we can do during practice just to like piss off the defense or something. Like anytime we score. Hey, we started doing it like in the first week of camp, and then it led to the first scrimmage, and then it led to the second scrimmage, and then the first game. So, I mean, Rick and I, like, we'll, I mean, he's he's heading out, but uh, <laughs> this whole season we would get together in the week and be like, all right, what are what are we hitting after the first touchdown this game? Like, and we we were like plan it out and, and just try to have fun with it. I mean, like my big thing is I, I'm always just having a blast when, when I'm out there, and and yeah, I mean. Rick's got a little more swag than me. <laughs> he's got he's got a little more swag than me. I'm just trying to trying to have fun, man. <laughs> I noticed that I read, man, that you know your dad uh, played O lineman. I think in Minnesota, you got two sisters, Maya and uh, Lauren. One went to Drake, one went to Kansas State. So you come from a very very athletic background. But I would be remiss, Graham, because I can see it in you know never met your people, but I can see that you know you come from good stock. What would you say to them? Because they're just as much as part of the journey as you are. You know, they don't, they get to watch from afar. What do you say to your dad? What do you say to your sisters and your mom and your family about what they've meant to you throughout this journey that's still going on? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're everything. I mean, they're, they're my, they're my why, they're, they're my everything and why I do this. And I think just growing up with such a close family and two older sisters that played sports, I mean, uh, just growing up always in the gym or always on a field, always in the weight room. Um, I mean, I, I've been surrounded by sports my whole life and my family. So for me, it's it's so much fun when, when you're doing what you love to do with the people around you who, who want to see you go out there and succeed. And I mean, I, I talk to literally my, my entire family pretty much every day. Uh, I mean, they're my, they're my favorite people in the world. And like I said, they're my why. Like I got my two older sisters played um, and they both had to med medically retire from injuries. So for me, I get I get to go out there and do what I love to do. Um, and, I, and I try to honor them every day when I'm out there. Graham, I know you're going through rehab right now. I know y'all boys so spoiled now. Y'all got, hey man, listen, meet me at the hot tub. No, the other hot tub, the one on the other end. No, meet me at the meet me at the Olympic size pool or meet me in the sauna or, you know, hey man, and you, hey, listen, y'all tell him, y'all tell him, chef. No, I want, I want my asparagus wrapped in uh, honey smoked turkey. You gave me <laughs> whatever y'all get, and, I, and I'm happy for y'all. Y'all boys drinking smoothies and all kind of stuff. But with all that being, they only do that to make sure that you get to become the player they want you to become. You mentioned unfinished business. I there is 100. I don't know how many people going to SC Media Days. I know one. I can guarantee I know one person going. So when you get to where, wherever SEC Media Days is this year, they're going to be asking you about your injury, which that'll be a thing of the past by that time. What's going to be your – what are you going to say to the people who are still naysayers when it comes to what Billy Napier and people like yourself are building at Florida? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think the biggest thing is there's I, – I, I love how people always, always talk. Like there's always, there's always something to be said. Um, you know, I, I think for us, I mean, we are what our reputation says last year uh, until we prove it otherwise. Um, I think 
mean, look, it's it's fair to anybody to say what they want right now, but as, as soon as we put the ball down next year, like it's it's a new year and it's a new Gators team. So I mean, we're we're gonna go out there. We're not gonna expect anything right now. We're we're gonna go earn every single thing out there, and that's how it's gonna be. We're gonna have to go win. Or we're gonna have to go earn every win. Nothing's gonna be handed to us. Um, and, I, and I think the cool thing about the guys that we have um, coming back is like they know that. They, they know that for the next, what, 300 and something days, that's all people are going to be talking about. And, and it's going to it's gonna get it's, it's gonna get fired up a little bit. Like the days where it might be a little hard in the winter and you got to wake up, you're sore. Like, oh, no. Like, I remember what they were talking about. But I, I think the biggest thing is like I mean, people can get up there and, and talk on, on media day about what they're going to do, but it doesn't mean anything until you go out there and do it. So, I mean, I, I think the biggest thing I'm going to hit on is just like we're hungry. And, and we're ready. <laughs> and, and that's where, at that point, going into the season, I know we will be. So I know we're going to be ready for that. Overland Park, Kansas. Madison, Wisconsin. Gainesville, Florida. On the golf course. Love is fam. I got swag. He got, he got, he got, the, it's called the Graham one. That's what we're going to call it. It's the Graham one. <laughs> they give him on the sideline. He said, what he, go, he said, wait a minute, unfinished business. We hungry and we ready. Let's let naysayers naysay. Let the talkers talk. Because like my granddaddy say, just be happy that I'm me and you, you. Because if we had to switch places, you couldn't do it. You couldn't handle it one ounce. He is ground merch. 20 touchdowns, three picks, four rushing touchdowns. And that's just the beginning. And listen, and that's in a new offense. Oh, my. In a new <laughs> offense, I gave you 20 and three and four. And I'm coming off an injury. Keep down me. Graham, man, I appreciate you taking the time, sir. Make sure you stay healthy. Eat as much as you want to eat. I will, be, <laughs> I will be watching you next year, man. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks for having me on, man. This is a blast. Appreciate, appreciate you. It. All right.